Hey everybody, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of Everything Kratom, the podcast about anything and everything Kratom. Great to have you with us on this Friday morning. We made it to the end of another week. Woo woo woo. Good job. Uh, today, we are going to be starting part one of a three-part series of questions answered, common questions answered by the founders of Etha Natural Botanicals. They had uh, a number of questions that came in to them as they run a business that sells Kratom. And as these are fairly common questions that they come across, they thought it would be worthwhile sharing. And I thought that was a great idea. So we're going to be playing uh, three parts and each part Although they're all answering common questions, they're different themes of questions. So the first one is just generally some common questions uh, asked. The second part is going to be about different varieties of kratom and using science to determine, you know, how is the best way to grow and harvest and harvest and produce, you know, the best kratom products that you can. And then the last part is going to be answering questions that will help give advice to anyone who is new to kratom. So that's what we have to look forward to. Uh, so today's part one with some general uh, common questions about Kratom. And I'm going to turn it on over. So thanks so much for listening. And uh, then I will be tuning back in on next Wednesday. Uh, so I hope that you enjoy this three-part series. And uh, talk to you soon. Bye-bye. First question is, how did you learn about Kratom? How did you come across it? Did you see an ad? Did you see an article or something? Good question. All right. Alex, you want to take first crack? Yeah. I learned about Kratom from you, Victor. <laughs> for me. That's right. <laughs> so I guess I should answer the question. <laughs> okay. Uh, so um, I, we talked about this uh, a couple times. If you go to the Ethan Naturals website on the About Us. Uh, it's a little bit of bio about how we were introduced to Kratom. So you can read the long answer there, watch another video there, but we'll briefly cover it now. Um, at the time, this was, I don't know, six, seven years ago, maybe. Uh, Alex and I were both dealing with some major uh, pain issues. Uh, I had just finished going through uh, some operations for my back and nothing, nothing was working. And so Alex had had some, some major problems as well too. Um, his, his back was locking up and degenerating uh, spine disease. And, and, and so we were in a really dark place. And I happened to be listening to uh, Joe Rogan's podcast. Uh, which before it was big. Before it was big. Yeah, now it's just everywhere. You introduced me to Joe Rogan's podcast because it was all about UFC that he got started with that side. It was like your branch of... Yeah, yeah. You know, so I, yeah, I used to do, I used to do uh, mixed martial arts. And so that's... Uh, and I love comedians. And so I've always, as a kid, I've just always followed comedians. So he's just the perfect mix of both those two things, a comedian and a fighter. So, um, But now he's become just a, a nice voice of reason. And uh, so... In any case, uh, he had on a person uh, named Chris Bell, uh, and Chris had just finished making a documentary called um, A Leaf of Faith, and you can find it on Netflix now. And it was about his discovery of Kratom, this plant called Kratom, and how he used it to help uh, with his withdrawal and issues with opioid and opioid abuse. 
And so, uh, you know, the long format with a Rogan podcast really gave me the opportunity to, to understand Kratom beyond just like a, a blurb on a website uh, or a soundbite. So it was like two, three hours of Joe asking a ton of questions about what it is, what Kratom does, and Chris's experience. And so by the end of it, I was definitely curious enough to try it. And so um, I don't know if I did I just bring it up to you before you purchased or I think so. Yeah, I didn't purchase before, right? Yeah. I think you told me about it. You're like, you want to give it a shot? I'm like, did you listen yes. to it? Yes. I was like, I don't think I did. I think mm-hmm. I was just completely off. I mean, at that point, I was. Yeah, it's like like Victor said, I have some back issues that I've dealt with since high school and managed it a lot through chiropractic care because there's not much help through kind of the normal uh, healthcare system for chronic pain, especially back pain is kind of just do some physical therapy and manage it best you can. Pain meds. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so I did, I found chiropractors, fortunately, that really helped me, but mm-hmm. I would still go through these episodes about once a year, once every two years. And at that time, I was in this episode for like five or six months. My back was lots of pain. And at the time, I'd stopped playing soccer, stopped exercising to the pain, which then made my pain worse and then made me depressed. And it was just really, so I was like, sure, let's order some. <laughs> Anything let's is try fine. It. Yeah. Yeah. You couldn't even move without pain. Couldn't get out of bed. Yeah. When, it, when my back used to lock up before I had Kratom, it like sitting hurt, standing, laying down, walking, couldn't sleep, couldn't like, it was just, everything was awful. And any kind of, cause it's the back where it's like the core, mm-hmm. any kind of movement, like talking, laughing, anything was just horrible. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So, uh, you know, Alex is usually my voice of reason. So, so if I, if I have an idea, you know, I pass it along with him, but you know, Thankfully, you were in such a desperate spot that you tried it without even any research at all. Let's try it. <laughs> so, in any case, we uh, we ended up buying from multiple vendors online. Uh, I think from North Carolina. Like it came from the East Coast. I remember. Yeah, a couple of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was uh, capsules in powder form, just a, a variety. Uh, and then it arrived. Uh, no fanfare. We were just another day, just in the office. We at the time we shared an office. Uh, and we said, oh, guess let's give it a go. And so we took a dose. Was it powder or capsules? Oh, powder. Yeah, powder. we ordered all these different powders. Powders, and, okay. And I'll use air quotes, red vein, white vein, all yeah. those kind of varieties. And there was like green Malay, Borneo, yeah. Thai, like all sorts horn of that. something. Yeah, there was horn leaf back then. There was all sorts yeah. of stuff. We just ordered all of it and tried. Yeah. And, uh, and I just remember taking it and it was a kind of a hard experience because it's the first time we've ever had to do the toss and wash. It was a super fine powder. Mm -hmm. It was super bitter. And it was just hard to, yeah, to to swallow it down. (laughs) So you chase it with water as fast as you can. Any case, uh, we said, wow, that was kind of awful, but well, let's see what happens. And we went right back to work. And I think within the hour, for sure, it wasn't like a, it wasn't like a a switch. At least for, for me, it wasn't just a switch. It was it was like a, it slowly came on where my pain started to subside uh, and then to the point where I was like wait a minute is my is my pain better <laughs> and then and then it started moving around a bit because every time you move it, it would accentuate the my hip and back pain and it's like oh no that's so much better and it's like 80% better at least and I was like oh my god and I looked over at you I'm like Alex what's your experience <laughs> and then, yeah and I was just I mean I was at my computer just working and it's kind of one of those things of like, oh, I'm 
not in pain anymore. I was just working like, mm -hmm. like back to normal. And so it's like that the pain went from like a nine or a 10 where it's like every few seconds kind of twist wrong or something just like pulls me out of the present into like my pain mm -hmm. that just kind of melted away. And like, and then when I kind of moved and like really tried to stress it, I was like, oh yeah, there's like a little bit of pain there, but it wasn't enough to like shock my system and just pull me out of my, my presence out of my daily life. And so it was like, it was super rewarding. It was the best thing ever. We're like, this is great. It works. Cool. I'm like, so we went and just ordered. And I remember after that, then it was, we ordered all sorts of varieties because it was at the time we were trying to figure out what kind or what the variety cost, yeah. to get there were some the ones that worked and didn't mm -hmm. work. And it was just so variable. And then mm -hmm. after that, so my, that kind of got me intrigued about, okay, what is in Kratom? And so it started, it started the, the internet search of what is it? What are the active ingredients? And for me, my my mom was a pharmacist and she's now retired, but I was very always closely related to the information of pharmaceuticals and pharmacokinetics and how they work, what they're doing. So I kind of had that background to start with. Mm -hmm. And then also- And I've, an R&D background. Too, yeah, and then also- yeah, background. And the, and the engineering background, the R&D, the, metrology so like looking at instruments to measure something all of that kind of played into the research side and also i've i also look at core data so i mean a lot of substances you can do a quick google search and air quotes you'll find that there's just they're bad and don't use them but mm -hmm. when you actually look into the underlying mechanism there's a lot more mm, other motivations for presenting that information than actually just the science behind it and whether or not something is truly safe or effective. It's hard there's, to find. Yes, yeah. there's generally a lot of money that motivates the information we're given rather than the actual true information. Mm -hmm. So for me, I kind of skip over a lot of that stuff to begin with and actually go to core research. And fortunately, something like NIH.gov actually publishes a lot of the research. And most importantly, you can get to, since I have an engineering background, for me, I understand the actual core data, not just looking at someone's summary, because even somebody providing a summary in a lot of the research articles, if, be they are, yeah, if, they, if they are tied to another pharmaceutical company or some side, they'll make these pretty bold conclusions where the data itself is very loosely correlated. And there's a lot of that kind of, a lot of experiments cannot be reproduced very easily because of that. We mm -hmm. kind of see one set of results and kind of extrapolate a lot of data where it's like, well, that's not always true. So always digging into the very core deep data and seeing what Kratom is and isn't, that was the start of it. And that's what I'm still doing today because there's still more research that comes out and pointing us in the direction of, oh, there's metragenine, which is that partial opioid agonist that is what kind of gives the analgesic or pain relief properties. But then because it's a plant, there's other secondary alkaloids that have a lot of synergistic or other beneficial parts, where that's where I, mean, I like Kratom because it helps kind of with the perception of energy. I just feel mm -hmm. more active. And it's not like caffeine where it's stimulating, it's, but it's just just feels better. It's kind of like mm -hmm. I just finished a workout. Like, okay, cool. Like, I feel great. And, and so there's a lot of that side to still learning about what Kratom is. Mm -hmm. What is the thing called when, like, after you exercise, you have what, the... Like a runner's high? Yeah, or like a, that, but it's not... Yeah, because you're... It's a, it's a chemical reaction, right? You're, you have... You know, endorphins are going. Mm -hmm. You're... You know, so you're... 
All dopamine, the dopamine is going there through. There you go. That, mm-hmm. I was yeah. trying to remember the word. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the pleasure, the pleasure molecule. <laughs> but yeah, so it's it's that reward for all that hard work. And yeah, you, you, it simulates a little bit of that when I take kratom, at least certain varieties of kratom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I also love uh, kratom with you know zero metragenine, and you know it has higher concentrations of other alkaloids, and I use that in the evening. And you know, as an entrepreneur, we're our minds are always racing. We're always there's always stress in our lives and trying to balance work and and, and personal life. I mean, we all deal with it, uh, but as entrepreneurs, you kind of it's magnified even further. And so, um, yeah, I find that certain varieties of kratom really helps to relax me and reduce that anxiety and help me just enjoy and be in the moment, be present with my family and and sleep at night. Put a pin on that because I have a question related to that. Okay. But going back to the research and develop, since development, since we did, or you discovered Kratom, you've learned a lot about it and you also discovered also um, like the specialogenin and penanthenine. With that history that we have, or you guys have researching it, that's something cool that came out of it as well that you're learning more about. Mm-hmm. And, there's, and there's more official research too coming out. And so I don't know if you want to, we, we actually talked about it in a previous podcast. Yes. Uh, we can do for another question. <laughs> well, that's a great intro to how you guys discovered Kratom and how your life has improved a lot. Absolutely. Um, mentally, physically, all that. Yeah. We are, we, are, we are genuinely different people now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're indebted to the plant and we're excited to see where it goes. Cool.